Hello, and welcome to Healthy Bites, an all-encompassing podcast about your health from the Audrain County Health Department. Each week, we hope the information you hear on this show from a variety of experts in Audrain County, the state of Missouri, and the world will positively impact your health and your health decisions. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. Now, on with the show with your host, Chris Newbra. Thanks and welcome to another edition of the Healthy Bites Podcast here at the Audrain County Health Department. My name is Chris Newbra. I'm your host. And joining me today, I have got Dr. Chris Kolath. He is a dentist here in Mexico at Brick City Dental mm-hmm. in Mexico, Missouri. And uh, Dr. Kolath, how are you, sir? Doing great. Hey, Do- thanks for having me. Dr. K is you. Yep, Dr. K is great, too. Yeah, I, my last <laughs> name's not easy. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I've had some struggles today off air. So. No worries. Hey, you can call me anything but late for dinner. No. Anything but late for dinner. There you go. So. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys have been pretty busy out there. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot going on. It's been fun. Yeah. Good. We, uh, uh, we started off uh, a little while ago. We had that uh, fluoride varnish program you guys helped us organize. Right, that right, was, right. That let's talk cool. about that a little bit. Uh, first of all, let's, we have a fluoride varnish program for our WIC patients uh-huh. and, and children here at uh, the Audio County Health Department uh, where we provide the actual varnish that goes on the teeth, and mm-hmm. we actually varnish them yeah. during their WIC appointments. But we did a special program with you where we, we brought in kids, and, and, we, and, and, and you came and—, and put the varnish so, on yeah, it and was everything. A, Talk about that. It was What'd a daycare here in town, yep. um, and it was awesome. We saw 29 kids, uh, and it was a screening and a fluoride varnish. Okay. So uh, me and my hygienist were there and volunteering our time, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, took a look in all the kids' mouths, and we were just looking for any obvious problems, anything okay. that was uh, you know obvious decay or urgent needs or anything like that. Uh, so, yeah, we saw 29 kids, and we saw six of them that definitely needed some early care. So, uh, you know, small cavities, fairly mm-hmm, straightforward mm-hmm. stuff to fix like that. Uh, and then we actually caught one kid that had a abscess tooth that was Ooh, infected wow. and hurting them. And they were having a hard time eating and stuff like that. Right. And it's stuff kids don't know how to communicate that. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, catching that and being able to inform the parent of, hey, you might not know this is what's going on. Uh, sure. You know, time to see a dentist. Uh, it really uh was cool to be a part of that what uh let's back up here real quick and talk about what exactly varnish is what what is what does it do what you know i i think of varnish i think of stuff you put on furniture (laughs) (laughs) yeah it kind of acts the same way but it doesn't right i mean a little bit yeah it's not lethal like that no yeah 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 yeah. Um, it's designed for teeth so exactly yeah so uh the tooth is a mineral structure Mm -hmm. and it's mostly made out of calcium okay and so the calcium can get dissolved out of the tooth that's what creates a cavity oh okay calcium being pulled out of the tooth so the goal with fluoride varnish is fluoride can replace sugar real quick sugar does that yeah, yeah, uh, sugar it, and acid. Yeah, and it start, um, it, it starts the process of the that cal- decalcification. I exactly. Guess. Yeah. So okay. um, the mineral structure is dissolved primarily by acid. Acid can come from diet. Acid can come from environmental exposure. Uh, in adults, like acid reflux can do mm-hmm. it. Um, but for kids, a lot of times it's diet. Okay. Uh, so uh, acidic food and drinks. Uh, kids probably aren't drinking that, but, you know, coffee, tea, soda, uh, fruit juices, uh, stuff like that. And then sugar is the other big thing because bacteria in the mouth eat sugar and poop ah. acid is the, <laughs> the crude way to put it. They yeah, eat sure. Sugar, no. poop acid. Right. <laughs> uh, but that's their metabolic byproduct is okay. the acid. And so it's still acid that creates cavities, still acid that's dissolving the tooth structure, but um, that's the secondary byproduct from the sugar. So... 
Wow. That acid pulls calcium out of the tooth, weakens the tooth structure. And so the goal of the fluoride varnish program is we're giving the tooth a boost. We're uh, placing a a high concentration of fluoride over the surface of the tooth structure, and the tooth will actually absorb some of that fluoride into its uh, crystalline structure and replace some of that calcium that was lost. And on a microscopic level, we're reversing some decay, essentially. Gotcha. Uh, How long does the fluoride varnish last? How often do you have to do this? Um, the goal is every six months or every year, depending on the the cavity risk of the the child. Um, it's, uh, it's a short term benefit, but it's Mm -hmm. a, it's a Mm -hmm. big benefit, you know, especially for kids where, um, their teeth haven't had a lifetime of exposure to fluoride toothpaste. You know, if they've got an adult tooth that's just come in and it hasn't had a lot of time to soak in that fluoride from other sources, right. uh, giving them that big boost of fluoride in the um, in the varnish there is helpful to keep the tooth healthy. And the fluoride is actually more resistant to being removed from the tooth than the original calcium was. So explain the process to me. How do you, I mean, do you just apply it with a toothbrush or? A paintbrush, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a it's a little brush um, and it's, it's small, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, essentially we just dry the tooth off and brush it on and then it gets sticky and tacky and sticks to the tooth once it's exposed to saliva and it just sits on the tooth and hangs out there for the rest of the day and okay. then um you know kid goes about their day as normal essentially and okay. uh what we, about eating and drinking does a kid have to you want to wait that? yeah a yeah. couple hours uh, okay. after the fluoride varnish just so it you know you're not accidentally getting it scraped off the tooth with some chips or right, something right. like that yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's an immediate uh, uh, absorption. The, the absorption pretty, yeah. starts. Yeah, I mean, you quick. want it to you want it to sit on the tooth for as much of the day as you can. But right. yeah, it's a pretty short term deal. It's not. Okay. It's not like it's on there for a week or something. You know, it's once you brush your teeth, it essentially is 100 percent removed. So. Okay, so how old were these kids that you saw in daycare? I'm, I'm thinking three, four, five. I don't remember exactly what grades, but yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah, it was. I think in the range of like three to six years old. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my question, leading, I wanted to find out the age because. Why worry about that with kids that young? Because mm-hmm. they have baby teeth. Yeah. And they're going to get adult teeth later. So those baby teeth are going to fall out. Uh-huh. Does getting a cavity in a baby teeth affect the adult tooth behind it? For sure. Yeah. Um, and okay. so yeah, <laughs> it's mean, a common I, misconception that, okay. oh, it's a baby tooth. It's going to yeah, fall out. That, yeah. I don't need to worry about it. Right. Um, and, I mean, to a minor extent, that can be true. Uh, but the reality is baby teeth are there for the child to eat with. Um, right. so they're important for eating. Uh, right. they're right. important for, uh, uh, holding space for the adult tooth. Uh, teeth have a tendency to drift, right? Then they generally okay. drift towards the front of the mouth. And so if you have, uh, so your, David Letterman's and Michael Strahan's gaps will close one day. <laughs> well, maybe not that. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no. It's a that's a diastema. That's a different thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. Good question. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, essentially, the six-year molar. Um, it comes in behind all of the baby teeth. Okay. Before those baby molars are lost. Okay. Okay. Uh, if a baby molar is lost before the adult tooth underneath it is ready to come in, mm-hmm. that six-year molar can drift forward. And it closes up the space, and all of a sudden now the adult teeth end up getting impacted or very crowded right. because the tooth that was holding the space for it to come in is missing. Okay. Okay. Um, the 
teeth that replace the baby molars are adult premolars don't come in until around 12, 13 years old. Okay. So you've got a six-year range there where if you don't have a baby teeth holding a spot for the adult tooth, uh, that six-year molar can really drift forward and really encroach on that space. Wow. Um, additionally, if a baby tooth gets infected, mm-hmm. the abscess, the infection that forms around the root of the tooth can affect the developing adult tooth. And you can end up with a, a blemish or a weak spot in the enamel or even a, a big defect on the adult tooth there. And uh, that can permanently affect the health of that tooth over the, the rest of the person's life. Okay. Uh, explain basic anatomy to me here because I have no idea about teeth. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that the teeth were already in your jaw just waiting to come in. Mm-hmm. But do they – do you start – do you grow them as you're growing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you look at an x-ray of uh, wisdom teeth are a great example of this because uh, it happens a little bit later in life. Wisdom mm-hmm. teeth, the the we call it a tooth bud, is the essentially um, the very beginning of tooth formation. Okay. Um, that doesn't form, I don't know the exact age range on it, but I mean, it's like in the probably early teens is when you'll start seeing that first tooth bud develop. So okay. if you look at an x-ray, a panoramic x-ray of a five-year-old, there's no wisdom tooth in sight. There's nothing in there. Huh. And then as they get later on in life, that's uh, when the rest of the tooth begins developing. So, huh. um, okay. and teeth grow from the crown down. The, um, the crown that sticks up into the mouth, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. top of the tooth, mm-hmm. that part of the tooth grows first. And then it grows down from there and forms the root from there. Oh, wow. So for those following along at home, <laughs> uh, look up. Uh, I'm going to give you some fancy words here. Right. Uh, panoramic x-ray of transitional dentition. Panoramic um, x-ray of transitional dentition. Yeah. And okay. so what that means is uh, that's a panoramic x-ray is one that uh, shows kind of a broad overview from ear to ear, uh, okay. you know, big, big smile there. Sure. And transitional dentition means that's when the adult teeth are starting to come in. Okay. Okay. Um, you'll, what you'll see on there is you're going to see adult teeth up above the gum line uh, where you're used to seeing them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, baby teeth up above the gum line where you're used to seeing them. Okay. And then underneath those baby teeth are the adult teeth growing in. And you'll see the crown, the top, the top part of the tooth developed, and you'll see the roots are either non-existent or just beginning to form, and they're very short on the tooth there. Hmm. And so as that adult tooth grows in, it dissolves the roots off the baby teeth, and that's how that's baby why teeth we, fall that, out. I'll be darned. It dissolves ah. the roots off those baby teeth, and that adult tooth pushes up and grows into that place. I mean, I had no clue. I just thought that they fell out and then the, the adult teeth just moved down. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, to, essentially, that is but, essentially what happens. But, but, but the, the, the adult teeth aren't there when you're born. Correct, yeah. Are the baby teeth there when you're born? Uh, some of them, yeah. Some of them, okay. Uh, it depends on – kids vary a lot. Uh, okay. You know, some kids will come out of the womb with a couple teeth in, uh, and some kids are – Well, I mean, I mean, are, are they in your jawline? Are they in, Are they up in your – above some your gum line? Some of them are starting to develop, yeah. Or do they grow, it. and that's what's pushing through when the kids are teething? Uh, both, yeah. It, it, d- different teeth develop at different times, um, but and, yeah. I had no clue. And, I thought they yeah, came – Early. They, not that they came prepackaged. Nope. You know? yep. <laughs> yeah, you got to grow them. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, 
So yeah, wow. it's it's really cool, uh, and that's that's a uh, so that's an important stage of life to help monitor and to uh, aid the development of is you know if there's something going wrong if a tooth's growing sideways or a tooth is getting impacted, the earlier you catch it, if you mm -hmm. catch it when the tooth and the child still have some growth potential then you can help guide that growth in the right direction. And you can, um, there's even cases where like a tooth will get impacted. It's buried and stuck underneath the gums. Right. And you can drill a hole down to it, attach a little button to that tooth, and then use elastics and chains to help pull that tooth into position. And it'll actually then grow into position. And then the person has that tooth for the rest of their life, where otherwise it would be stuck and buried down deep underneath the gums. Wow. Okay. So adult varnish, is there such a thing? Yes. It yeah. Used? It's the same product. Um, okay. And it, it certainly can, if somebody's got a high cavity risk, it certainly can have a, a positive effect. Um, and the same idea, you know, we're trying to give a boost of fluoride for the patient. Right. Um, the adult teeth are a little bit more saturated with fluoride just from having years of exposure to fluoride toothpaste, hopefully, and, yep. uh, you know, taking care of things that way. But, um, yeah, especially, you know, like uh, I just had a patient who was going into some head and neck radiation treatment for cancer. And so we made them fluoride trays. Uh, it's essentially like a clear retainer Invisalign type tray. Okay. Uh, and we gave them a, a, a high concentration fluoride medication to put inside of that tray and wear overnight. Because and, the radiation zaps the fluoride in your teeth? Uh, the radiation or? creates a lot of dry mouth. Okay. Uh, the radiation uh, creates um, uh, difficulty eating, so you're, you're eating smaller amounts over longer periods of time. Uh, maybe you're not brushing your teeth regularly because you've got bigger fish to fry. Um, it's a high-risk time for developing cavities, mm -hmm. and so um, you know the fluoride trays will hopefully help that patient prevent any decay from forming while they're in that high-risk time. Nice. I love it in podcasts where I learn something. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to talk about. It is. Um, it is. Um, yeah. Well, let's move on to, you've got some new equipment you want to talk about in your office. What? Is, yeah. What, what, what do you got? So, um, you know me. I love the toys. I love yeah. all the technology. <laughs> and dental. That's, that's a big part of the reason why I got into it. Uh, we've got the best technology in town already, but we're always trying to improve. So. Sure. Um, my hygienist actually told me about a uh, new, well, it's a, it's older technology, but it's something that we didn't have mm -hmm. and it's uh, air polisher for cleaning teeth. Uh, so it uses, mm. uh, <laughs> it uses a fine powder, uh, under uh, a high pressure air to essentially uh, air abrade or air polish the tooth structure. And so, uh, Think of a tooth having lots of fine little nooks and crannies and valleys sure, sure. and, you know, surface texture. Right, right. Um, if you're trying to polish some stain off of a tooth and you're using a traditional polishing cup, it's tough to get that cup to go down into all those fine little pits and fissures in the tooth. And you right. can end up with little pits of stain left on the tooth still. Okay. And so it's particularly in a smoker or somebody who really drinks a lot of tea or coffee, somebody who's got a lot of stain on their teeth, it can take a long time and a fair amount of effort to get those teeth really cleaned up. Right. Um, so instead, this air polisher, uh, we essentially sandblast the tooth, uh, <laughs> but it's a really fine, it's, soft you know, particle. Is it, is it painless? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, don't need numbing or anything. Well, sandblasting yeah. and, you know, you don't yeah, equate that yeah, to being yeah. pain free. But. <laughs> but no, it's 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 gentle. We're not, okay. you know, it's all very fine, delicate stuff. And we're not 
uh, we're not trying to remove any tooth structure. You know, we're, we're, uh, it's not hard enough. The material we use is actually softer than the enamel of the tooth. So okay. we're not, um, okay. you know, we're not uh, removing any tooth structure. But it gets down really nicely into all those fine little nooks and crannies. I mean, we're using a, like a 50 micron powder. It's really fine powder. And it gets down into all the nooks and crannies and polishes out all the stain really nicely. And nice. we're able to get a lot better results for patients who have a really heavy staining on their teeth. How important is it to get rid of stains on teeth? I mean, it's mostly aesthetic. It's you know? mostly yeah. Okay. We're, okay. yeah. I didn't know if there was some kind of medical, you know, help um, there that it, it that it could provide. In Maybe a little bit. I mean, if there's some bacteria, you know, tucked in those nooks and crannies, we're helping right. get that bacteria out of there. Um, but it's mostly aesthetic. You know, okay. we're, just, we're just trying to get people to, you know, be happy with their smile. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is that all the new equipment you got? Um, that, that was the latest thing, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, we still have all the – we're doing same-day crowns in the office. We're the only office that can do a 3D X-ray uh, in order to be able to uh, plan your implant placement and nice. do all the uh, digital planning for that. Um and we've got uh, electric hand pieces. They're a little quieter than the air-driven ones. Electric uh, what? The, hand piece. The hand, hand. piece, the drill. Yep. Okay, gotcha, yep. gotcha. It's a little quieter than the, the air-driven ones. Yeah, and... not that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's still got a little bit of that. But, <laughs> right, but. Yeah, it's better. Um, and then uh, digital X-ray technology, all of our, our uh, X-ray guns. The X-ray guns we have, it's actually such a low-radiation dose that, our uh, assistants and hygienists, uh, they hold the x-ray gun while they take your x-ray. And they're I've standing seen those. Yeah. right there yeah. next to you. Right, and, right. Um, you know, digital technology has come so far. Our radiation dose is so low compared mm-hmm. to what it used to be. Right, um, right. You don't have to wear lead. So, yeah, yeah. And then the same-day crowns are really a big deal for patients, too. Well, we're the only office in town doing that. So Same-day crowns, that means that you break a tooth and you need a crown. To, mm-hmm. you put yeah, a temporary so. Plate. It's a temporary placement to when you can get a full crown right? yeah so our office crown. we yeah we do the permanent crown the same day we prep your tooth so um, oh oh we, this is a permanent this isn't a temporary correct yeah oh, so oh, okay uh, yeah so if you break a tooth or have deep decay on a tooth then it needs a crown for some structural durability right uh traditional way of making it was make an impression mm-hmm. send that off to the lab wait two weeks while you wear a temporary that sucks and can't floss it and <laughs> falls off and right. breaks and then come back, get numb again, take another day off work, and uh, uh, you know get your final crown in. So instead of doing all that, uh, instead of the goopy impression, we've got a camera that scans the mouth and creates a digital model on our computer. And then we're able to wow. design on the computer, and then we've got the, the milling and the ovens to uh, mill out and fabricate the crown in office same day. And nice. So you leave same day with the final result. You don't have to come back. You don't have to take another day off work, get right. numb again, all that. It's just one and done. One and done. Very so. good. Very good. One final thing we wanted to talk about today was the – you're going to have to help me here because I'm uh, I did some more education. Did yeah. some more education. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You, you mentioned so. it earlier about yeah. the uh, – the, the Implants. Uh, the yeah. implants. Yeah. yeah. You you finished – you went out to Arizona and finished that? Talk yeah. about that. Yeah. So um, I was uh, – I think I talked about it last time I was mm-hmm. in. I was in a, a course called Implant Pathways, and uh, it was a three-part course. First part was uh, – I forget. I think it was like 100 hours of online training, uh, you know, wow. videos and stuff. <laughs> uh, second part, we went up to Minnesota 
Minnesota, did some practice on uh, on plastic fake teeth, and then also on uh, pig jaws. We did some practice on some pig jaws to uh, it's a, a pretty good analog for humans. And really? Then, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, finally, we uh, the third part I just did in December here was uh, went out to Arizona and we did some live patient surgery with a nonprofit organization out there. So uh, patients got all their care for free. Oh, nice. And uh, basically, my tuition covered the cost of their care. And uh, we were able to, uh, it was me and uh, it, was, it was about 20 dentists there, but uh, in the operatory working with the patient, it was me and one other dentist mm-hmm. with a mentor uh, guiding us. And so we were able to do uh, really intense, really big surgeries, mm-hmm. you know, full mouth extraction, place six implants for a fully implant supported denture. Wow. Um, uh, Really, really intense, big surgery cases. I uh, got to see, play with some cool technologies out there that uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to incorporating in my office. And uh, um, but really, really life changing stuff for these patients. I mean, to go from a completely non functional dentition to a mm-hmm. uh, full set of six implants, and we're able to you know screw retain a denture, so it's not even a removable appliance that's flopping around anymore. It's fully screwed in. And really mimics natural teeth nicely. And, wow. Um, yeah, really, really cool stuff. So I'm not quite to that level. It was pretty advanced stuff. Right, but, right. Um, I got the hands-on experience to do the big surgery cases, and um, I was uh, – Can you do those big lot. surgery cases at your at your clinic, or do you need to go to a hospital operating room? We can do them. Yeah, we can do them in the office. Wow, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a, a – uh, monitoring equipment, you know, to do blood pressure and oxygen and all that. Right, and, right. Um, make sure that, you know, we're keeping the patient safe while we're doing the surgery. And Is the patient awake during the surgery or? So uh, a couple options. One is the you do have sedation. Um, nitrous that you breathe in through your nose, helps <laughs> you relax a little bit. <laughs> nitrous oxide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I do oral sedation. So you take a pill an hour before the appointment, helps you relax a little bit. Uh, you're still mostly awake, mm-hmm. but uh, just a little more relaxed. And then if you want IV sedation, which is where you're really out of it and don't really remember anything, um, that's something you need to go to the oral surgeon in Columbia for. Okay. Uh, it's not something I have the training for yet. Um, gotcha. But that's that's pretty advanced stuff. So yeah, right, I, right. I'd love to get there eventually, but I also <laughs> I want to make sure I'm keeping my patients safe and doing the right. Remind thing. me what's the what's the uh, the like the final cost of. of- implants and dentures yeah. that way. Um can depend a lot on what the patient needs. So I mean uh I the simplest cases which I'm doing right now are just two implants on the bottom to help support the lower denture. Uh I just worked one up today for we were doing a do uh, extractions of all the remaining teeth, uh, do a temporary denture for the healing phase, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do a couple of implants on the lower, and then a final set of dentures that would include uh, snap-ins for the lower denture to uh, help be stabilized by those implants. Right. Uh, I think the total for that came out to somewhere between fifteen and 20000 not um, bad. So, yeah, I, I'm not the cheapest place to get it done, right, but, but, I mean, to some extent, you get what you pay for. Right, right. And also, um, that's estimating high. Uh, I always estimate high for my treatment plans. Uh, I'd rather have somebody have a happy surprise and their, right. their treatment gets cheaper uh, rather <laughs> right. than nickel and diming you along the way. And sure. Like, oh, I forgot to do this. Right. Oh, we need to do this. Right, oh, right. Oh, something went wrong. <laughs> we need to add this cost. You know, I want you to – I want you to um, – be happy when I'm done. Right. You add a little buffer me. in there so that provides yeah. a happy surprise. Nice. Exactly. Very yeah. nice. Anything yeah. else going on that you want to talk about? Um, 
those are the big changes in okay. our office. Yeah. Okay. Um, overall, things are going pretty good. You got a nice new setup here. I like the, ah, uh, I like the new table and everything. Yeah, yeah. We got it. We kind of rearranged everything, and we've got it. You know, a lot more cozy. I yeah. Call it, yeah. You know, no, this is nice. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. But thanks for coming in. Appreciate yeah. it. Well, hey, and I want to oh. say uh, your podcast is working. I, oh, I, really? I listened to your episode with uh, Dr. Carl Abbott a little oh. while ago about talking about <laughs> eye trauma. Right. Right. And I was out in my garage and I was thinking about, you know, he's like, oh, I just can do this one little touch up without my safety glasses. And then uh, I was like, huh, better put my safety <laughs> glasses on. So it's working. What you're doing is working. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to tell him that because you'll get a big head. <laughs> <laughs> No, I will pass that along. Cool. Thank you so yeah. much. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me out. All right, yeah. that is Dr. Chris Kolath. Got it right. You yeah. got it. Yep, Yay. that's it. Yep. Do- Dr. K is Dr. I'm going to call him from now too. on. Yep. But, yep. Uh, this is the Healthy Bites Podcast. Thanks for coming in, man. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me out. Yeah. All right. And uh, this is the Healthy Bites Podcast here at the Audrain County Health Department. I'm your host, Chris Nubra. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Audrain County Health Department's Healthy Bites Podcast. We hope you will join us again next week as we bring you more discussion on health matters affecting Audrain County residents and the world with your host, Chris Nubra. If you liked what you heard here, you can find out more information on our website, myachd.org. That's myachd.org. Thanks for listening. See you next week.